Hello, children. The O'Brien and Doug podcast is brought to you in part by MosherMultimedia.com. KMH Music in Presque Isle, Maine. The Ridge Runner in Westfield, Maine. And my cousin, Larry. Now we are so happy, we do the dance of joy. Let me sing you a little song. We're all special in our own way. Everybody's different, but that's okay. Cause even though we might have different color skin, different points of view, be tall or thin, it doesn't mean I can't lay you down, woman, and touch your silky skin. Put my love deep inside you, I no man has ever been. Rub your legs, caress your thighs, and what were we talking about again? Welcome to the O'Brien and Doug podcast. I'm O'Brien. I'm Doug. It is uh, episode 126. Six. 126. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to think of uh, what we were talking about uh, since the last podcast. I guess what, what's happened since the last podcast. Uh, we had a rehearsal. Didn't we? Yes. Yes. And we, Last Thursday. Yes, and we learned a couple yeah. new songs. Yes. So that was fun. Those were good, too. Yeah. We're not going to give anything away because no. we want everybody to be surprised that comes to see us. So Yes. That's pretty cool. Um, and I think last weekend, we didn't do much uh, uh, at our place. Uh, we didn't... Uh, yeah, I, kinda, I think we kind of... I'm trying to think. Yep, nothing special. Nothing, All right. Nothing's coming to mind. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, was, it's good talking to you. All right. Um, <laughs> that's a good podcast. <laughs> that was fun. Why is your mic sound so far? I don't know. I don't well, know. All of a sudden, it's like, I'm gone. Uh, yeah. Hey, am I back? Is that better? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? It's a, it sounds good right now. But Does it sound good now? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Anyway. Because normally, I don't sound good. Yes, you do. I sound You're okay. why everybody listens. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're so full of crap. Uh, so we want to talk about a couple of things. Um, so the first thing we have to do is we have to go back and do all of these. Um, actually, no, your mom's birthday. We forgot to miss your, wish your mom a happy birthday. Well, yeah, it was mom's birthday last uh, Thursday. Right. And dad's birthday is um, Friday. This Friday. Yes. And your dad is going to be? Uh, he's going to be 79. Wow, that blows me away. I know, right? Blows me away. I mean, just last year, he was 78. <laughs> and <so> crazy. <laughs> and your mom is what, 62? Mm, she wishes. <laughs> uh I would ask you that. I'm not. I'm the, not going to say what, how old my mom is because it's not uh, not gentlemanly. It's not. A, it's not. It's not something you discuss. Hold on. If she wants to discuss it, I, I, that's that's on her. I know why you're not saying how old she is because you don't know. No, I do know. Oh, you do know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I. I mean, I, I could say it, but I'm not because I just told you how dad how old dad is. Right. All I have to say is subtract a certain number from dad's age, and that's mom's age. Can you hold up the fingers? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, all right. So she's still young. Yeah, they're both still young. <laughs> they're both I mean, still young. Both spring chickens. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, anyway, happy birthday, Ma! Happy birthday, Pa! We'll have to call them next week. We should. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Let's make that. Well, well I was about to say, right, you could call him tonight, but uh, it's game night. Oh, yeah. You don't want to interrupt the game night. Oh, good God, no. Yeah. So give them a little forewarning, too. Like like when you when you what, s- what fun is that? <laughs> I suppose that's true. <laughs> Just say, "Mama, you're going to be home tonight. And you might get a phone call. <laughs> it might be from the police. It might not. It might be sponsored by Cousin Larry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it may or may not be it may, sponsored. It may not or may not end up on the podcast and on a shortwave. <laughs> so this is true. Your voice may or may not be all over the world. Yes. <laughs> In Morocco, they'll be listening to you. <laughs> what? <laughs> O'Brien and Doug. La, 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 la. Okay, so let's get right to this because okay. uh, we need to finish this up because yes. we started this a few weeks ago and we skipped a week, I think, yes. in between there. So we did. I don't know we why, were talking, but we did. We were talking about the top 40 debut rock albums yes. of all time, according to Ultimate Classic Rock.com. Our source for everything. Our source for everything. If it wasn't for Ultimate ultimate classic rock the podcast would be like 20 minutes this would be like hey what'd you do this weekend <laughs> what'd you do kind of no. like kind of like the beginning yeah <laughs> that would be the whole podcast It'd be like five minutes <laughs> you know we we had a plan to um play all these different games and we still want to it's just that we come in here and it's like what do you want to talk about i don't know it's because we don't plan anything well that i think that's the beauty of it because it's spontaneous yeah what was the because um, i have a list of uh, different things that we were going to do. Oh yeah, we were going to do like a you know, uh, like lyric a lyric game, or like guess this what what song this is or something like that. Yeah, uh, I have it written down here. Um, ideas. Oh, Brian and Doug, ideas. Oh, okay. uh, great we got a list. Great years for music. Oh yeah, yeah. I think we did that once. We did. We did that uh, maybe yeah. maybe once or twice. Yeah. Songs from a hat. Yeah, we did that once or twice. Yep. Um, songs with a woman's name. I think we did that. I think we did that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Rosanna and yeah. all those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bass players. Did we do that with Shane? Well, I or, think we did that with a you know TV we, player. Yeah, we were going to. Did we? Do I it? think we did. Okay. But maybe we, maybe we didn't. Uh, drummers. We still haven't done that one. Right. Because we were going to have, we were gonna have Morton and right. Pat on. Uh, remakes and covers. We've done that a couple times. Uh, yeah. We we're not not. I don't think we've done it like as a featured thing. It just kind of happened. Right. Um, deconstructed. We did that with American Pie. Oh yeah, yeah. I think we, we did it with Hotel California. Yeah, too, we did. We, we did yeah. with those two. Yeah. Um, Isolation Wars. I don't remember that one. This was. I think it was uh, something to do with. Uh, um, you know how we have the. You can hear the the just the lead vocals. Oh yeah. Uh, of of a of a band and yeah. I don't know what we were going to do with it. But Hard we, to say. Maybe we we're just going to play it. Maybe. Yeah. Hard to say. Um, Hard to say. So, uh, we we still would like to do all that stuff, but like you said, I mean, I'm really busy, you're really busy, and when we get down here, it's just like, yeah, let's talk. Let's just talk about let's stuff. Let's just talk, talk about yeah. stuff. Stuff. The ultimateclassicrock.com does help um, because it gives us, you know, ideas for content. So right, exactly. We started doing the top 40 debut rock albums, and we are now at number 10. So, we're going to do 10 through 1. Right. Um, and... I don't know if these are in order or if they're just, they just happen to be, you know, someone's opinion or. I think this is all opinions. You so. think so? Yeah. Um, okay. So number 10 is from 1977 and you can, you know, sometimes we agree. Sometimes we don't agree that these are great debut albums. My aim is true. Elvis Costello. Um, I'm uh, not really familiar with that album. 
Um, I think that's, like I said, it's from 1977. It doesn't mention any of the songs that were on it, but I think My Aim is True is probably... Uh, I would hope so. Yeah, I would, I, I would think that that's a, that's a song in there. But yeah, I... I was I'm a, I'm a big Costello fan now. Yeah, I love Elvis so. Um and I still I still have his uh, Unfaithful Music uh and Disappearing Ink, which is his memoir. Right. I have to read that. Yes. Just, I, I, I want to read that. I was going to say I think I have to give it to you after I'm done. Yes. Um so yeah, 1977 Elvis Costello. 1977 also. Well, I guess this was a good year. Apparently. Uh The Clash. Oh, the debut album from The Clash. Um, let's see if we know any song. White Riot, London's Burning. Um, London, yeah. Yep, London's Burning was on the was on the debut album. Uh, let's see, number eight, nineteen sixty-seven, ten years earlier, The Doors. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would. I no. Okay, that sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. So this is the end. This that, is the end. that was on there. No. Break on through to the other side. It's hard to believe that this was a debut album, and those songs are so. I was about to say those are huge classics, man. Speaking of classics, uh, three years later in 1970, Black Sabbath. Ah, Black Sabbath, Black mm. Sabbath. Um, uh, of course, that song was on there. What else is on the debut album? Do you remember? The War Pigs is on that one. Is it? Is War Pigs on the I debut? I don't think so. I have the album at home. Yeah. Uh, it's not here, so I don't know. This one I know very, very well. 1978. I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? Van Halen. Van Halen. Yes, I might actually have to read this one. Let's see. In the late 70s, hard rock is in danger of becoming outshined by disco, punk, new wave, and other forms of music. Van Halen's 1978 self-titled debut album not only brought it back to the forefront, but it also had Eddie Van Halen completely rewriting the vocabulary of guitar playing. Uh, it's easy to separate just about every guitar-based album of the era into pre- and post-Van Halen. It was impossible to turn on MTV in the 80s without seeing a guitarist influenced by or straight-up copying his style. That's true. That is true. Uh, but while they could imitate the flashy tricks, few could integrate these innovations as organically as the guitarist did into Van Halen's songs, which featured, featured a deceptively sophisticated mastery of pop smarts honed by the band's years as a genre-hopping cover band. And if if... Any, if everybody talks about Eddie Van Halen as a rhythm guitar player, and if if you need proof, the very first album, right? Because I think the guitar solo for "Running with the Devil" was the only overdub that he did. The rest of it is he plays rhythm, and then when he plays a lead, he plays a lead, and the yeah. guitar drops out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. But it's it, it it's he fills it so well that you don't even notice that. Well, you don't miss it. No. You don't. You know, because you're just going, what? Yeah. It's just gonna, yeah. It's yeah. an onslaught, yeah. for sure. Uh, 1963 is number five. Ooh. 63. Debut album. Um, it's the Beatles. It's the Beatles. Yes. What was their debut album? Uh, with the Beatles. Nope. Was it with not the Beatles? Acor- not according to this. Let's see. Is it? It says Please Please Me was their first album. Oh, was I mean, I thought with the Beatles was their first album. That's what I thought. Oh, you know what? Please Please Me was their first single. Is that why? Was that what they're saying? Yes. Let's see. The paradox of the Beatles. Because with the Beatles is all their singles put onto the album. The paradox of the Beatles, Please Please Me, is that it's a near flawless debut album showcasing an already fully formed creative entity, and yet it still sounds downright primitive compared to the paradigm shifting albums that would follow. 
But regardless of the quantum leaps the Fab Four would take on future releases, there's no denying the raw talent and beguiling pop smarts on display. Paul McCartney's primal, lusty shrieks on I Saw Her Standing There, the laughably simple, maddeningly catchy hooks of Love Me Do, the effervescent vocal harmonies on the title track, John Lennon's breathless larynx-shredding performance of Twist and Shout... See, I thought with the Beatles was the first album. I thought with the Beatles was the first album. Well, let's find out because we have it all right here. I was about to say. Beatles. We have it right at at our fingertips. Discography. Um, Let's see. Well, of course, Wikipedia can't be wrong, right? No. (laughs) That's just stupid. We were wrong. According to this, Please Please Me was the debut album. March, March 22nd, 1963 with the Beatles was... November twenty same year. Oh, so it was November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. Oh, that was when they were cranking out albums like every other week. Then they had uh, Hard Day's Night in July sixty four, and December sixty four Beatles for sale. Help was in August of sixty five. In December of sixty five was Rubber Soul. Jeez, in August of sixty six was Revolver. In May of sixty seven, Sergeant Pepper. In November of sixty eight, the White Album, Yellow Submarine, and six in January of sixty nine. So, the Beatles' White Album was November of 68, and two months later, Yellow Submarine came out. Abbey Road, September 69, and Let It Be, May 1970. But you're right. They would, like, it was months. Yeah. They would release an album, and then... You imagine doing that now? No. <laughs> Holy cow, no. man. You no. couldn't do it now. Nope. You couldn't do it. Nope. All right. Uh, number four from 1987... 1987. Debut rock album. Hmm. From 87? 87. I wonder who this is. Um, trying to give you a hint. It it belongs where it, where it is on this list, I think. Um, okay. The guitar player scared me. Oh, Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Appetite for Destruction. Appetite for Destruction. Would you say Such that, a great album. That belongs where, where they have it. At number oh, four. Heck yeah. Yeah. Uh, Still was, one of my all time favorite albums. And it's just, it's, it's. Uh, Every song is awesome. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. I'm sorry. Yep. It just is. And if you think about it, think about the, the, the status or the, um, just, just think Guns N' Roses and how, how big they are. Yeah. How big they got. They only have. Four albums? Well, I got Appetite. They got... The, use Your Illusion. Okay, so Use Your well, Illusion 1 and 2. The one before that, that uh, spaghetti acoustic one. Oh, no, oh that. yes. That's, uh, what was that one called? Uh, it was uh, GNR Lies. Right. Okay, so GNR Lies. Uh, so uh, Appetite, GNR Lies. And then Use Your Illusion, use your illusion 1 and 1 2. And, two yeah, which and, is, then and then the Spaghetti, spaghetti Incident. This yeah, is five albums. five albums. Yeah. Because they never did the oh, Chinese... Uh, no, they did. Chinese Democracy. They released it, but Oh, no. they did? Yeah. But it was it went nowhere. Oh, okay, I was like, I didn't even. And speaking of that, not to get off topic, but I was reading a, or I was listening to a, a podcast with uh, interview with uh, Sammy Hagar. Sammy. And this was last week, I think he recorded the interview, and he was talking about his new album, which we listened to, and we t- we talked about his new album. Yeah. Right. Sammy Hagar in the circle. Uh, what was it called again? Good question. You have an autographed copy. I do have an autographed copy. It's in my car. I'm trying to think uh, of the name of it. It's a good place for it. Uh, anyway, he was talking about how he, 
you know, he, he this, it surprised him. He wasn't planning on putting out a record at his age, you know, and this and that. And um, he was he. The record industry is so different now. Yeah, he funded it himself, so he paid for the studio time. They didn't have a record deal. I paid for the studio time, paid for the recording, paid for the producer, and then they got a deal, like a distribution deal with a, yeah. with a record label, and and sold it. And I don't know about streaming, but it it went number one or something, uh, at least top five. But he said, I think at this point, and this was last week, I think at this point it's only sold like 27,000 copies. That's it? Yeah. Wow. Can you believe that? Uh, and, and I don't mean like, it's not because it's Sammy Hagar. It's because nobody, nobody, buys, nobody CD. buys CDs anymore. Yeah, that's true. You know? And, yeah. and I, I think he's probably sold a lot of digital copies. Oh, or, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's know, all like, um, yeah. But 27,000 copies now. Sammy Hagar or Van Halen would have sold millions of copies by now. Oh, yeah. You know, they made... Um, Taylor Swift came out with her new album not too long ago, and it it sold a million cop physical copies. It was the first record to do that in years. Yeah. Um, and it's just solely because it's Taylor Swift. Right. You know, um, it's, just, it's just interesting how the record industry has changed, or the music oh, industry yeah. has changed. Yeah. 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 Not for the better. No. I, I don't think so, anyway. Yeah. Uh, number three, 1967. Are you experienced? Ah, Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Well deserved. That is a great album. It is a great album. Number two. Now, this is a debut album, but I don't know how... I suppose it's considered a debut album, but it's not a new artist. 1970, All Things Must Pass. George, George Harrison, Harrison yeah. yeah. So, that's but we've a, we, we've seen that throughout this list, right? Because we Stevie had Nicks, right? And, uh, yeah, somebody else. Yep. Uh, and who do you think they have at number one? Like I said, I don't know if this is in order. Uh, let me double check here. If this is like in order from forty, or if this is just a list of the forty. Mm. It just says top forty. No, but uh, yeah. So. The number one debut album, according to this list, is from 1969. Okay. Self-titled, so it's the name of the band. Mm-hmm. Any guesses? 69? Yep. The band was basically named by Keith Moon. Oh, so it's The Who? Nope. No. It's not The Who? Nope. What band did Keith Moon name? Um, when they were getting this band together, they were friends with Keith Moon, and he said, that's going to go down like a lead balloon. Oh, Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That's the number one that's album. That's the number one debut, debut album. album. Yep, Led Zeppelin, which had, of course, Days and Confused. Um, it had uh, Good Times, Bad Times. Yep. Uh, uh, there was a, a bunch of stuff. Oh, Communication yeah. Breakdown was on there. Uh, every song is. Yeah. Just, yep. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you uh, can't go wrong with the first four Zeppelin albums. Right. So after that, they kind of went kind of. Well, a, they weren't bad. No, no, they, they weren't got, bad. They no, just no. got you know me. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, so this other list that I found, which I found kind of interesting, uh, of course from UltimateClassicRock.com. Of course, um, was the twenty best new songs 
from Greatest Hits albums. All right. I like and that. I don't think about that very often, I guess, um, because uh, sometimes the song just seems to fit with the the band's history. Well, sure. You know? And it's a relatively new thing. So. Right. It is a relatively new thing. So, so they want to sell Greatest Hits packages, and these are probably albums that you have. You know, you have you have all the albums that have these songs on them. Right. So they need you need incentive to buy the greatest hits right. package. So they put a new, you know, oh, at least oh, one, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, one or two, maybe yeah. even three yeah. new songs on a greatest hits package, which is just you know, capitalistic. But that's you know, I suppose. Hey, it works. It works. Um, so I did not know that. Oh, this is right up your alley too. I did not know this was only on a greatest hits package. This is. Um, well, you'll. It's your favorite band, I think. It's not Nick, not Nickelback. <laughs> what the heck is this? <laughs> is this the Braveheart soundtrack? <laughs> no, it's not. It sounds like that, though, doesn't it? Can Does look. Fernando by ABBA. Is he really? Yes. In the firelight, Fernando. See, now I just thought this was another one of their. Ah, uh, that's what I thought too. I, I, I'm, but I'm not familiar with this part of the song. Well, wow, you're used to the big chorus, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a pretty good song. Oh yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Um. But again, it's one of those ones that I thought was just I, yeah. I, I, was, I'm with you. I thought it was, was just, on an ABBA album somewhere. Yeah. I didn't realize it was a Grace. This one it, I knew. Um, this was from a movie soundtrack, and the song was only available on the movie soundtrack. It's obviously '80s. Yep. Don't let that drum sound. Sounds like ACDC. It is ACDC. Yeah. Who made who? That's a that's a. Yep, I only, didn't know that. Only Maximum Overdrive. It's a Stephen King movie yeah. with Emilio Estevez. Yeah, they ACDC did the soundtrack. I did not know that. And the soundtrack was all these other recycled ACDC songs, and and this was a new one. Who made wow. who? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's crazy. It man. is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, and I but that's one of, one of the ones that I, I just knew. assumed that was a album. Um, and I knew this one as well, only because I have this. Um, this was an Aerosmith released a um, big ones, yeah, his greatest I hits that. package, and there was at least two new songs on there. And this was one of them, and it was co-written by Jack Blades of Night Ranger. Oh. Um, of course, their video uh, is a sm- small movie. Oh, of course. So you won't get the music here. Oh, she's pretty. You can't see. <laughs> you always think that's funny. I don't know if you've ever heard Walk on Water. No, it doesn't sound familiar. See if when it kicks in here, see if you recognize it. The chorus is, is pretty great, actually. It's 
David Tyler always does cool things with his voice. He man. does. He does. Just trying to get to the chorus because the yeah. chorus is pretty good. Love's four letter ain't in the dictionary. Change my position, but it, or, excuse my position, but it ain't missionary. That's true, Stephen Tyler. That's yeah, that's a Stephen Tyler <laughs> if I ever heard one. Uh, this one I <laughs> I knew was only available on a greatest hits package, but I forgot because it was such a huge song for this band. Um, and of course, there's a video that's also a small movie. So, trying to just want to get to the song, people. Just give me the song. Just the song. Here we go. Isn't this Aerosmith again? It's not. It's not? It does sound oh, it's, like, jo- it's Bon Jovi. It is. I didn't it realize. Does, no, it does sound like Aerosmith. It did a little bit for yeah. Yeah, so this was only available on Crossroads. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. This was huge for them. This was a big song. The song is called Always yeah. by Bon Jovi. Uh, incidentally, Richie Sambora was on the red carpet and he said that they're talking. Uh, well, I read that somewhere. Yeah. 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 Whatever that means. Whatever that means. It's I probably like, hey, John, what are you doing? Nothing. I can't imagine that they would bring him back for like a... For like a special occasion or something oh, I'm like sure that, but I don't something. think they're going to kick the other guys out of the band. Nah, not now. No, that would, that would be a total dick move. It would be. Yeah. So. Yep. It would be. Um, all right. So this one I did not know. This is another one of the ones that I did not know was only available on the greatest hits. All right. Um, and it was pretty big for this band too. It's the Cars. Oh, I love this song. Tonight she, she comes. Yeah. yeah. Tonight she comes. Yeah. It's only available on the greatest hits. Is it's it a, really? It was a new song on the greatest hits package. Well, I didn't know that. I didn't either. This, this is, is a such great a song. Great song. Yeah. I know tonight. I know tonight she comes. Do you know you can? I can never tell the difference between. Uh, Rick Ocasek's voice and Benjamin Orr's voice. I, I can't either. Because I always, for the longest time, I thought Rick Ocasek sang just what I needed. Yeah. And it's not. It's Benjamin Orr. Right. The bass player. I, I, you know, I, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Bob, what a crazy band. Bob Dylan, When I Paint My Masterpiece. <laughs> right. I'm not, I'm not even going to play it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I Shall Be Released was also a, a new song for a greatest hits package for Bob Dylan. Which, really? And that's one of his classics. And I didn't know, I didn't know that was... Uh, Interesting. This blew my mind. Uh, this next one. Okay. Uh, this, yeah. Oh, okay. So just September. Yeah. This was for a greatest hit. Yes. It's one of their biggest songs ever. Exactly. Jeez. And there's a kind of a neat story too. This is such a classic song. I thought it was available on another hit, another album. Uh, New Earth, Wind & Fire collaborator Allie Willis 
uh, let's see. Had many uh, the same question many fans did upon hearing September for the first time. I just said, "What the f does Badia mean?" <laughs> so this person had had written the lyrics. Yeah. Vocalist Maurice White was singing this nonsense phrase over and over as Earth, Wind, and Fire constructed the song atop a chord progression from guitarist Al McKay. Willis assumed the words would eventually be replaced. Uh, it took me about a month to calm Allie down, White later wrote in his memoir. She perceived it as a slight to her lyric writing abilities. White's instincts were correct as the multi-million selling September soared into the top ten on multiple charts. He essentially said, who the F cares? Added Willis, who went on to co-write Bookie Wonderland for the group. I learned my greatest lesson ever in songwriting from him, which was never let the lyric get in the way of the groove. Mm. Good advice. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, Phil Collins' Susudio. Susudio, right. That, that was just really, nonsense. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this is another one that surprised me that it was only available on a Greatest Hits package. I thought this was available. This must be like a uh, this is definitely ex- extended version of this. Yeah. Say, 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 say. I think, is I this think, Hall and Oaks? Yes, it is. Yeah. I think they, this is a version for the video. It must be. They must have extended it. There it is. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Say it isn't so. Yeah. Wow, That's I didn't know available. that. I did not know that. Neither did I. Wow. Nope. Um, but it's interesting how when you put a song, a new song on a greatest hits package and it eventually becomes a greatest hits. It becomes hit. a greatest hits. <laughs> right. I mean, that's <laughs> cool figure, right? Right. Uh, Rainbow Blues, Jethro Tull. I don't even know that one. Not really. This no. one, I can't, I couldn't find anywhere else except for a greatest hits package, so I assumed it was only for the greatest hits package, and I was right. It's one of my favorites. It's Billy Joel. Yeah. The Night is Still Young. That's oh really? Yeah, you know that double double album? Yeah. Uh, greatest I think hits I have it. one and two. One or whatever? and two, yeah. Uh, Actually, there's a third version, the third yeah, third volume, that, that too. Yeah. yeah, I have that too. But this was on that double package. Yeah. Because um, I think that's the only reason I have this song, right? Because I have that collection, right? I like this song. I love this song. Yeah. I love this song. Chris is Billy Joel, man. Just, uh, you, you can't, can't you can't really go wrong. You cannot go wrong yeah. with Billy Joel. This one, I think I knew. Oh, maybe I didn't, but I don't really care because I don't really like this band. Although I kind of like you just this. skip it a little bit, yeah. Okay. Although I, I kind of like this song. I'm, I'm trying to find the actual song. There we go. This is one of the only crew songs that I like. Oh, this yeah, okay. This is Primal Scream. Yeah. Scream, yeah, 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 yeah. So this was only available on their uh, greatest hits. Really? Yeah. Wow. Who knew? But I always thought that it was. Let me see. I always thought it was on um, one of the one of the. Um, well, it sounds like it would be on like Doctor Feelgood or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're right, Nirvana. I knew that one was was a Mary Jane's Last Dance. I didn't know that was That was only available on their Greatest Hits package. Really? Because yeah. that was a huge song yep. for Patty. Yep, right there. Uh, it was the last thing that they did with their drummer, Stan Lynch. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They recorded it for the Greatest Hits package, and then he left. And a lot of people don't know this, but that's uh, Tom Petty playing lead guitar in this, in this oh, song. Oh, Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. 
Uh, of course, I'm going to stop it right there. I did not know this was only available on Greatest Hits. Paul Simon, Slip Sliding Away. Really? Yep. Yep. Well, I didn't know that. That's crazy, man. Because this is one of his biggest hits. Yeah, this is huge. Yeah. Um, Murder Incorporated, Bruce Springsteen. Dude, I love that freaking song so much. That song and Secret Garden. Actually, Secret Garden. Yeah, no. No, Secret Garden was on a soundtrack. Wasn't that on? No, Philadelphia was on a soundtrack. Secret Garden might have been on a soundtrack after the Greatest Hits package. Oh, maybe. Um, But yeah. Wasn't that on Jerry Maguire? Secret Garden? Oh, yeah, it might have been. This is Murder Incorporated. But yeah, only available on the on the greatest hits. That's one of my favorite Springsteen songs. That is that is one thing I cannot do is watch Bruce Springsteen live because it is painful to watch him sing. <laughs> yeah. It looks like it, he's in it's pain. It's like he's trying to pass a kidney stone yeah. every time he sings. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, I just I can't do it, man. You just it, it it hurts. It physically hurts to watch him sing. He's got a new song out, a new album out actually. Oh, I heard about that. One yeah. of the first songs is a cover of uh, Night Shift. By the Commodores. Really? Marvin. Yeah, that's, a, that's a great song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Here at the Western World by Steely Dan. 1978's Greatest Hits. I, I don't even I think know. I know it, but uh, I would never have guessed Check that Check this out. Uh, let's see. Foxes starring Jodie Foster's copy and then kept it for herself on the radio. Okay, yeah. This was on a Greatest Hits package. Okay. Uh... But it's one of her biggest hits. It says long version, so I'm going to skip ahead. Donna Summer. Donna Summer? On the radio. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. She wrote it for a movie, uh, and it eventually ended up on the soundtrack to the movie called Foxes. But before that, it was only available on Greatest Hits Volume 1 and 2. Really? Yeah, of Donna Interesting. Summer, which, uh, again, it was one of her biggest, biggest Yeah, it was huge, man. Lifetime Piling Up by the Talking Heads. Don't know no, it. I don't know. Not even, not even going to try it. That Girl by Stevie Wonder. Only no. available on Greatest Hits. Didn't know that. Yep. I'm aware of that one. Drum Machine? Of course. And that's all I have for this list, but some of those were surprises. Some of those weren't. Yeah. Yeah. So, Most of them were surprises. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, what the frig? Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So there you go. The uh, top 20 or the 20 best new songs from greatest hits packages, according to ultimateclassicrock.com. Very cool. Yeah. That was a cool list, man. So I have to ask, what, what is this? What? what, what cause oh, you, okay. You, you kind of pre- <laughs> pre-sold something for me. You said, do you have a CD player in the dungeon that we can play? I'm like, yes. Uh, good, because we're going to need it, because I have something to play tonight. And I'm like, now I'm excited. Uh, and a little yeah, this, scared, this actually. Is, this is so cool that I'm actually going to film this, and I'm going to post this on our page. Okay. <laughs> Just because it's the cra- sure, it is probably the craziest thing. Make sure you don't uh, get any of my mess in here. Well, it's going to be a little hard. Yeah. 
but it's okay. Okay. Everybody loves your mess. Mm, not my wife. Yeah, <laughs> she's not here. So. She's probably going to be listening. Eventually. Listen okay. You let him film? All right. All okay. Right. We'll say. All so, right. So, okay. Okay. I'm uh, really. I think we're going. I'm a little okay. nervous. I'm a there little nervous. Are. Okay. There, there, there. You're, there's you. Yeah. Here's me. Okay. Okay. So I'm filming this now. Okay. Yeah, so welcome to the short version of the O'Brien and Doug podcast. Right. Okay. That's O'Brien. I'm Doug. Okay. So this weekend. Yes. I cleaned out my man cave. Okay. Okay. You found something. I found something. I found. I I had a, a, an open CD. Unopened. Unopened. Okay. From Bull Moose. Okay. Okay. Uh, it was one of those. It's one of those that says it's previous view, previously viewed. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna pull it out right now. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> okay. So I want I want you to look at it right now. Oh. What is that album to you? Tooth, tooth and tooth. Can I say it? Yes. Tooth and nail. Okay. Knocking. So I'm gonna I'm gonna okay I'm gonna put it. This is the album I found. It was unopened. It was previously viewed or previously used, and I bought it used at Bull Moose. Uh-huh. Okay. Now I want I want you to open it. Don't look at it. No, or- open it. I want you to look at the CD inside. What does the CD say? I want you to pull it out and and show and show the camera. Oh, okay. I want, I, 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 this is the crazy thing. So it says dock and under lock and key. Okay. So. <laughs> Get, get it up closer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You Make sure. Can he? I can't tell from here. So can yeah, you, you see, see it? it? It says under lock and key. Okay. Yeah. So, so I bought this thinking it was Dawkins Tooth and Nail. Tooth and Nail. Right. I open it up and it's Dawkins under, under lock. lock and Key album. And I'm thinking, okay, that's weird. Well, it is a previously owned. Right. Okay. Now I want you to put it in the CD player and I want you to play it. Okay. Get it. I want you to. Okay, they're not going to be able to hear it on there. Uh, we'll be able to hear it on the podcast. Okay. Well, actually, I wonder if I can turn that. I wonder if I can. Can you turn, can turn, you turn it up on there? I might be able to. Yeah. Hopefully, we won't get any feedback here. Hold on a second. It's this. This, this was. This blew my mind. I was like, "What the frig is going on?" What? It's not. I'm, it's telling me what it is. Okay. Yeah. Just, just play <laughs> the first track. Just play it. <laughs> This is what came out when I played it. I was like, this is, what is this? It's the Smiths. It's the Smiths. (laughs) And it's 23 songs. And it's, I put it in my truck. The album is called The Sounds of the Smiths. It's their greatest hit album. Right. It's disc one or two. I didn't know. I couldn't see which one it was. But it's all Smith songs. You'll recognize number seven because it was on the Wedding Singer soundtrack. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So how did something like that happen? I have no idea. Number one, it was the wrong album in the wrong packaging. Same artist. But it's the wrong music altogether. It was the funniest thing ever. I thought, what what CD am I playing right? Because I... Because I took it out, I was like, oh man, I love this album, you know, right? And then I took it out, I was like, under lock and key, oh, that's okay, I like that album too. I wonder if, like, because at, at Bull Moose, they have all these machines, right, that you can wipe, uh, you can you can erase things. Yeah. 
I wonder if they mistakenly I don't I, erased it and then somebody used it to put the Smiths on there. I or? don't know. That's what I can't figure out, man. It's the weirdest thing ever. I don't understand it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was so I like it blew me because it blew me away because I was like it started playing that first song and I was like, this is docking. <laughs> the frig is this <laughs> and i had to keep listening to it. i was like and then it got to this album it got to this track i was like that's the smiths so wow. i put it out in my truck and i was like sounds of the smiths what <laughs> <laughs> wow so that was my big discovery over the weekend that's funny how funny is that i'm gonna keep that forever just because it's and so the, and the cd funny. is literally i mean it's, it's it literally says it's dawkins under lock and key yeah from 1985 Made in the USA by Warner Entertainment Manufacturing. Electro Except Records. it's got, you know, a British band from the 80s on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Crazy, man. That was so funny. But do you have, so do you have two, you must have two. Oh, I have it. Yeah. I, 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 so why did you buy it? I don't know. Because it was previously used. <laughs> <laughs> why do I do anything? <laughs> why did I do it? It's dog. Why? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, so I, I just had to share that. So always, if you buy from Bull Moose, double check. Double check, double check see if it's the right CD, and right. double check if it's actually the music that you bought. Right. <laughs> you never know. You never know. All right. Do Good. better, Bull Moose. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. And scene. There, so that's going on our website. Oh, and thank you, by the way, for posting that uh, docking video for breaking the chains. <laughs> I was like, because we were talking about it last week, and I was like, people can't appreciate it if you've never seen this right. video because it is, it is the best worst video ever. Oh, it's but it's so, awesome. Every, every, but I have to watch. It's so bad, but I have to watch it because it is so bad. Right. Yeah. Because George Lynch has got that really short, two toned hair. <laughs> You know, and uh-huh. the funny thing is, Jeff Pilson talks about he had just joined the band. He didn't even know the song. Really? Yeah, he didn't even, he'd never played the song when they made that video. He's just, he's just faking. Oh, that's so funny. Now I have to, now you've got me curious because I want to see, I want to see that. Can we, can we, can we watch it just for a second? Sure. Or I will, because you can't can, see I can't see it, but you know. Um, but I've seen it so many times. I just, I just love it. I so just, much. I just want to watch my favorite part, which is when they the, jump off the yeah, the and drum they, riser and start breaking the chains with his We're guitar. Break the chains! Yeah, I love it so, so bad. With that new information, I want to see Jeff. You say Jeff Pilson just joined the band. He just joined the band. Never played this song, so he's just. Is this from the debut album? Breaking the chains. Yeah, it's off their first album. Okay. Yeah. like George Lynch is laughing on the first scene. Oh, yeah, they look... (laughs) They're so serious. I know, right? (laughs) I just... I really just want to see the... the lightning on the chains. I know, it's so bad. Oh, I forgot Don played guitar in this. Oh, yeah. Well, that was a big... Big point of contention between him and George. Yeah, you know, letting Don play guitar was not George's thing. So, oh, and the chains on the yeah, guitar. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I remember being a kid. And I was like, we can't really play that, can he? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna find my spot here. 
Because I don't want to waste too much more time. Okay. Is this the part with the girl? Yeah. Okay. Apparently, Don Dawkins talks about this. She was the girlfriend of the director of the video. Yeah. And he was trying to get her, like, you know, get her work in Hollywood. Yeah. And Don was like, no, we don't want her. We don't want her in the video. He put her in without telling Don. It was what Don tells the story. It's hilarious. He's like, he's watching the video. They were like, oh, yeah, they're going to play your video on MTV. They play the video, and he's like, who's that girl? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here here we go. I'm fast-forwarding now. Oh, they're all in chains now. Yeah. Oh. Okay, George is going to break out with the, you know, with with the right hand. Play the one-handed guitar solo. Yep. Okay, and then pretty soon here, the second chain will break. Yep. Yep, right there. Now he's going to break out Dawn. Yep. (laughs) And Dawn just kind of like, you know, some... (laughs) But Mick is the funniest. He just, he's like banging his sticks over his head. It's just so bad. (laughs) Can you imagine the the production meeting in the the 80s? Okay, so here's what we're going to (laughs) do. Okay, guys, follow me. <laughs> hey, Mick, you just bang your sticks over your head. It'll be great. Trust me. And I'm going to put my girlfriend in and everything. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, just, just it's such a terrible video, but I love it. But so it's much. awesome. It's <laughs> I love awesome. It so much. All right, let's do this. Oh, wow. Wow. All right. It is time for my, my time book. to hear from Becky. Where are my books? Um, oh, right here. Sorry. My books are gone. They're right here. There, oh, there, oh, there they are. One moment, oh, please. Oh, thank you very much, sir. Oh, okay. So, the first one we will read from is from the Country Legends Alphabets. See. Uh, and then the Beatles Legends Alphabets. Yes. Both by Beck Feiner. Beck. Becky. Becky Feiner. Uh, the word of the, or the letter of the day is E. Are we on E already? I what? think so. Did you do, what was D for D? Uh, day Tripper. So, yeah, yeah, so we, we did, did do it. We did okay, do so it. the letter of the day is E. All right. So in the country legends alphabet, E is for... This is a bit of a stretch, but not really. E is for Elvis Presley. I was just going to say that. Were you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he does have country roots. He does roots. got country roots. Yep. Yeah. Uh, after placing fifth in a singing competition, Elvis went on to become the best-selling solo artist in history. Although he will always be remembered as the king of rock and roll, songs like I Forgot to Remember to Forget I love that song. are pure such country gold. Yeah. yeah. Such a great title. Yep. Fuck a roach. Give me a peanut butter and nanner sandwich. So E is for Elvis Presley in the Country Legends Alphabet. What about the Beatles Je- Legends Alphabet? Be- oh, e is wait, for it. Wait, wait, I want to see if I can guess. Okay. So, is it the first letter of the of the song title? Yes. Okay, so... Oh, that's going to be tough. Starts with E, huh? Yep. And it's well known? Oh, yeah. Uh, Eleanor Rigby. Yep. All right, yay! It is. It's really only just Paul. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The, a lot yeah. of it was all just Paul. Yesterday was just Paul. Yeah. You know? This I was, was just Paul. Yeah. Well, you know, strings, and but George. George Martin. Martin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, E is for Eleanor Rigby. With its beautiful string arrangement, this sad tale of loneliness tugs at the heart. Eleanor Rigby waits at the window and lives in a dream as Father Mackenzie writes a sermon that no one will hear until one day when their paths cross. She dies. Shh. Spoiler alert. 
All the lonely people. Where do they all belong? It's a good question. That is a good question. That's a classic, classic I song. I love that song. Um, do you know how many times that song's been covered? Probably a lot. Not as many as yesterday. Oh, no. I mean, but, that's uh, the most covered song in history. Yeah, yeah. 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 But Eleanor Rigby, man, that's been covered. That's probably a close second. Well, on that, because uh, it's on the Revolver album. Yep. And they got a, on the, one of the, uh, you know, on the special editions, it's just a string arrangement. Oh, really? Yeah, it's actually quite pretty. Wow. Yeah, so. Um, all right, so let's close up that. Bam! Do it! D-U-N! Uh, we are going to climb the wall of tunes in just a couple of minutes, um, but do you want to do these live? Or do you want to do, do these live? Yeah, sure, why yeah, not? let's do it live. Why not? not? Um, the O'Brien and Doug podcast is brought to you by Mosher Multimedia a freelance digital design agency specializing in all forms of graphic design for business cards, logo design, brochures, annual reports. I almost said animal reports. Uh, that would it's be, a horsey. That's my department. <laughs> Backdrops <laughs> and everything in between. Well, it's funny. says, boo. It's funny that, uh, well, I probably shouldn't say this because uh, uh, Cousin Larry ordered something from us. Um, for his wife oh. that has to do with an animal. I don't want to give it away because it might be a present. So, Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah. So, anyway, anyway, and I sent that out. You should be getting that pretty soon, Cousin Larry. Um, they also offer audio production, including voiceovers for commercials or narrated corporate videos and even custom background music, uh, like the background music you're hearing right now. It's beautiful, man. <laughs> People don't know that the music isn't there when we're... It's not there right now. <laughs> well, it is. They're here. It's out in the ether. <laughs> they also offer custom t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and more, including the latest merchandise from Paul Sear Photography. Visit the online store. It's all about getting it done right the first time. MosierMultimedia.com. KMH Music. Main Street in Prescott, Maine. Happiness. Happiness. Specializing in new and used musical equipment and repair. Capital A-N-D. Drums, guitars, <laughs> basses, keyboards, violins, mandolins, flutes, saxophones, trombones, you name it, they got it. Or they can get it. They service and sell all school band instruments and also offer guitar lessons, piano lessons, and more. KMH Music is now the, the place for your favorite used vinyl records. Add to your collection today. Visit them on Main Street, Prescott, Maine, or on Facebook.com slash King Morton's Hall. KMH Music. The H stands for happiness. <sighs> the O'Brien Obr- and Doug Podcast is also brought to you by The Ridge Runner. Visit Reflections from The Ridge Runner on Facebook. That would be Glenny. That's Glenny. That's Glenny. And, and by Doug's cousin, Larry. Larry. There you go. Those are our sponsors. For yes. the O'Brien and Doug podcast. And excellent sponsors. We're back. Not that we went away. We didn't go anywhere. We didn't go anywhere. We ain't going nowhere. But uh, it's no time fires. to climb the wall of tunes. And while I do that, we're going to hear from Becky Finer again. Yes, we are. Uh, uh, so, Doug, gotta, you're going to read from the, the hip hop legend. Hip hop legend. Alphabet. All right. So, you uh, you do that while I All take right. my, head, you do my that. headphones off. Oh, of course it is. E is for Eminem. Oh, of course it is. A white rapper from Detroit. The is real. Uh, I guess so. Uh, Becky says so. <laughs> The real Slim Shady shattered traditional hip-hop barriers and helped bring rap to the Midwest. 
Marshall Mathers is known just as well for his controversial lyrics as he is for his famous mic skills. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yep. And I'm uh, becoming more and more convinced that he belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I guess. Who, Eminem? Yeah. Well, he, yeah. He's there. He's there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm well. about to say he was just inducted, so. Right, right. Yeah, so. so. I don't know. I, the whole, whole Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing is just is. I'm on the fence about the whole thing. It's a source of contention. For it us. really is a source yeah. of contention. Anyway, I have an album. Uh, so let the guessing begin. What'd you say? I have an album. CD? Yeah. But no, would you, it sounded like let the kissing begin. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> Come here, Doug. That doesn't happen until later. <laughs> let the guessing <laughs> okay. begin. All right. <laughs> Is it a solo artist or is it a band artist? It is a band artist. What uh, genre? Rock. Rock band? Mm Mm-hmm. Height of popularity? 70s. 70s. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. So many. Hmm. I don't know. Give me some hands there, homeboy. I don't think they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. Helpful. I mean, we're not in the Hawk and Hole Hall of Fame, so... We're not in the Hawk and Hole Hall of Fame. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> English is not easy. Uh, 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 let's see. How many people in the band? Oh, goodness. Uh, one, two, three, four, five? Five? Five. Five people in the band. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Still going. Still around? Still around. Okay. Um, they have, <coughs> obviously, because they've been around over 45 years, the, some of the members have come and gone, but the the core of the band, I believe, is still there. Well, one, two, two and a half original members. How the freak can you have two and a half members? Well, the bass player retired. Yeah. But still comes back and plays with them every once in a while. So that's why I say half. They have... Yeah. Two, uh, yeah, two and a half original members. Actually, no. One of those two was not an original member. But he has been in the band... Uh, you don't think of this band without him. Now, yeah. originally from, I believe, Chicago. Chicago. Mm. I, I believe. Actually, let me see. Mm. But their height of popularity was in the seventies. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Uh, it's not Toto, is it? Mm, nope. Yep, they were in Chicago. Formed in Chicago in 1972. Um, they were... I don't want to say considered progressive, but they weren't really considered progressive. Uh, but they did, they did start... Um, I don't know if they started, but the whole ballad thing 
um, might have originated. Is it sticks? It is sticks. Well, that was a good guess. Wow. Were you thinking, babe? Yeah. Yeah. Or lady. Lady. Yeah. Lady. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Wow. Good guess, man. Wow. Okay. Sticks classics. Well, there we go. Yeah. And and uh, so when I say original members, um, J- James J Y Young really is the only full-time original member. Okay. He's a guitar player. Um, And then the bass player, Chuck... What is Chuck's last name? Hold on. Uh, Chuck Panazzo. Okay. He's retired, but he comes out and plays plays bass with them uh, every once in a while. Um, Todd Zuckerman... Is the drummer? Yeah, I was about to say. He's, I know. T- I follow him on. Uh, he's history. been the drummer for a long time. He's yeah. not an original member. No, right. Uh, but I think he's been in there at least thirty years. Oh yeah, he's been in there a long time. Yeah. Um, Ricky Phillips is the bass player that replaced uh, Chuck Panazzo. Will Ivankovich, I think, plays keys. I think, but the lead singer and keyboard player is Lawrence Gowan, who right. replaced Dennis, Dennis DeYoung. Young. Right. And the one that I said was not an original member, but you can't think of Sticks without him. Is Tommy Shaw. Tommy Shaw, yes. Yeah, yeah because yeah. of his, I mean, his voice oh, and yeah, his yeah. Uh, guitar playing and, and everything. But uh, let's get a let's get a little taste of what we're talking about. This is the one that uh, um, I know everybody was... This was... This was a point of contention for most of the band and Dennis DeYoung. Most of the band hated this song. Really? Yes. This was written for Dennis DeYoung's wife, but it became a huge hit, and it changed the perception of the band and they didn't like that oh uh, kind of like what uh david foster did to chicago pretty much yeah yeah speaking of chicago yeah exactly yeah um so this is what dennis de young uh gave to six and this is what they would rather be right so this is blue collar man although the uh, Dennis DeYoung also gave them um, the whole Cartman thing. Remember Cartman? <laughs> Sail away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I don't have the Cartman Maybe version. My favorite version of it. I don't have the Cartman version. I bet I could find it though. Hold on. So this is classic. Oh yeah. I'm sailing away. Wasn't this on Freaks and Geeks or something? It was a. Uh, I think it was. That was. I wish that show had gone longer. I know. Me too. That was such a great show. Did you know how many stars? Oh, like Jason Siegel, um, um A lot. Oh yeah, that I can't lot. I can't think of There them was all. a lot of them, yeah. Got their start on that show. Let's see here. This is the carton version. Yeah. <laughs> This did this did for sticks what what don't stop believing in the Sopranos did for Journey. Yes. <laughs> oh god. Free to face the night. We should have Cartman back on. We should have Cartman on again. <laughs> For <laughs> on every ship, every day, a 
Imagine the guys recording oh, this voiceover in the studio. I can't even. I... <laughs> oh, jeez. Reflections in the wave, but my memories. I'm not going to play the yeah, whole thing. It's so great, though. <laughs> I love it. Um. But some other. Domo already got to yeah. Mr. Robot. I was just going to say. Domo. Yeah, because that was. Domo, Domo. That was from the 80s. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was such an 80s song. And it was um, the tour that almost broke up the band. Oh, really? Yeah, because. Because of that song? Yeah. yeah well, Dennis DeYoung had pretty much turned them into a theater act. Uh, they were doing like theater. Like they were acting on a rock and roll stage. Really? Yeah. I remember uh, seeing. I think it's in the Behind the Music. I think they were on tour with Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar came out and opened a show. Yeah. And, like, ripped, tore the roof off the place. Oh, sure. It was a stadium. Yeah. And then they went out and they did Mr. Roboto. And then they were, like, doing Shakespeare on the stage. And the band, the, the fans were, like, throwing things at them. Oh, my word. I remember liking the song as a kid, though. I, oh, yeah. You're wondering who I am. Secret, secret. I got a secret. Um, so let's do fooling. This was another big one. Uh, fooling yourself. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't let it end. Don't let it end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's another kind of a kind of a ballad. Kind of a ballad. This one, Miss America. Oh, that's a lot. This is what I think of when I think of sticks. This type of thing. And this is actually James J.Y. Young singing lead. I was about to say, that's definitely. And then this one, too much time on my hands. Oh, yeah, they, had a, they had a lot of, lot a lot of, of hits, great man. hits, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, welcome to the Grand Illusion. Oh, this one. Best of Times. Oh, yeah. This is a good song. They're all good. I mean, there's, yeah. yeah. So compare this to the the stuff that they're doing now. They put out an album a couple years ago called The Mission, which is a concept album. Oh. Yeah. This is the opening track. It's about a minute long. I think it's it's them trying to go progressive again. Sounds like six. I was say, just go to the next one. I mean, 
it's still great stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like it. You can tell the difference, though, between... I would think that this is recorded on digital and all the old stuff is on tape. Because you can tell the difference. Right. But I, my my favorite stick song will always be this one. Oh, I was just going to say, man. Yeah. This, is, this would be my all-time favorite. Renegade, right? Yep. Yeah. Renegade. Yep. Lawman is putting into my running and I'm so far from my home. Used to be in a band These that, harmonies. Yeah, it used to be in a band that did this. Oh mama, I can hear you are crying, you're so scared and all alone. The yeah part? Yeah. Yeah, that was my part. Nice. Such a great song. I love this song, yeah, man. Such a great song. Uh, so there you go. That is the uh, Wall of Tunes uh, album or CD of the week. Uh, Sticks. And it's the it's called Sticks Classics. It says volume fifteen. I don't, I don't know what that means. Um, but there are fourteen tracks. 14 tracks on this uh, on this CD. Is it is like a greatest hits thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They're, they, and look, if I open it up, it actually says Sticks Classics on the inside. Well, if you play it, it's probably it's probably Taylor Swift's new album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably. Oh, jeez, I tell you. Uh, <laughs> all right, there you go. That is uh, that is episode uh, 126. 126. 126. Uh, I can think of no better way to go out. Yes. This this is the way. This is the way. I just I just want to see him go into it. But. Are you picturing our Kurt oh, yeah. doing this? Yep. Yeah. I am totally doing it. On that note. <laughs> what? What did he say? What? Oh, what did he say? Yes. I guess. Or need gas. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on that note, that's... Uh, that's episode 126 of the O'Brien and Doug <laughs> podcast. Come sail away with us. Come sail away with and us. Cartman. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh. I take what I want. So until next time, uh, I'm O'Brien. I'm still Doug. Bye, everybody. Boom, bye. The O'Brien and Doug podcast is brought to you in part by MosierMultimedia.com. K-Rage Music in Presque Isle, Maine. The Ridge Runner in Westfield, Maine. And my cousin, Larry. Make sure to follow O'Brien and Doug on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Drop your crayons and pick up your phone and email us anytime at O'BrienandDoug at gmail.com. Scribble, scribble. <laughs> it's a horsey. Screw <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I'm going home. <laughs>